step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KKSEFM HD1, Brookfield, Denver, Boulder. Home of the Colorado Avalanche. And home of the reigning NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. This is Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5, Columbus, Hastings, and DMACC. Presented by Revitalized Health. Optimize hormone levels, PRP, peptides, and more. Visit revitalized-health.com. Mock drafts go over. We got the Nuggets. We got less football go on the way. Scotty's back, which is awesome. Congratulations, getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Another one. Another one. Another yeah, one. Hell yeah. How many really is cool. Five? Five. 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 Tyler, you're in. Uh, uh, that's a goose egg. Uh, da- that, that, that's negative Ghost Rider. Dan, you in any. Uh, it does. Dan, I'm, I, I don't want to skip past it. Dan, I'll give him respect. Are you in any Hall of Fames? 2009 Columbine High School Badminton Gym Class Champion. Mm-hmm. It was a hell of a class. Touchdown, Columbine. Go Rebels. I do have a Hall of Fame of my college radio station. I am not in it. Mm. In your, in your, in, well, not high school, sorry, college, 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 college. Well, that's college. a Syracuse. You got too many people to choose from. I am literally not but it's in not, it. But it's not the school, right? It's, it's, no, it's just the organization. But they literally have a Hall of Fame and they put one person in a year and they get to be the keynote speaker at the, the big banquet. They have a yearly banquet. I have been out of school now. Since 1991. Well, you got to put your name out there, right? Like, like Steve Atwater. He had to get back in the yeah. media. In uh, order my wife has said know. that to me many times. She you know? said, we got to write some more checks if you want to be in that bad boy. <laughs> Randy Gratishar thinks it's ridiculous what's happening to me. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ah, that's the best line of the day right there. That's a good one right there. Should college kids who are paid NIL, and are making millions for their schools, have to go to class. Yes. Why? Well, listen. Because I, I, I still, and I've seen a lot of guys that, that are older and get out, or guys who didn't even go to college, they'll always sit there and go, I, I, I wish I, wish I would have stayed in college. I wish I could have done and got the true experience of what college is about. And the classroom is part of it. I mean, it's weird, but you're walking in campus. You're going to the student union and, and grabbing a coffee or a soda and less, whatever. It's, less and less. It seems like it. Less and less, my friend. I I get it. 
And it's it's kind of like I want to parent you for you for the things that you don't know. I want to help you make right. good decisions, get your degree, all the, all of that, right? Like one thing that people have beef with college kids getting paid money. Oh, they're gonna blow it all. They're gonna blow it all. They're eighteen years old. They can't handle this type of money. Guess what? When you're thirty five, you can blow all your money. Also, it, it, it it's your choice that you made that money. You get to spend it on whatever the heck you want to spend it on. You want to spend it on the ladies' night? That's your choice, right? <laughs> And, and so there is a certain amount of you want to parent them, but to really answer your question, probably not because they are getting paid right. to play football. Right. They are getting paid to play basketball. They are not getting paid to go to yeah, class. But I still think what we're going to find out, even though a lot of guys are getting some do re me 600 for everybody, if this were to hold up, um, the education still is going to be more valuable down the stretch of than, than, than the money you make. Well, even, even if you say, say you play four years and you make $300,000, mm-hmm. you set? No way. But yeah. not even close. But their obligation is to their employer, and their employer is their team. I'm going to let – me, let me suggest some sort of amendment. I would say in season, no. Actually, no. But I would say when it's the off-season or training, and there really isn't an off-season for college athletes. I do know that. I understand that. But, like, I talked to my kid. He's getting on a bus today. It's Thursday. He's going on a six-hour bus trip to Memphis to play in a, you know, they got three games tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. He's, he's like, talking about how he has to do his writing, his homework, is this, that, the other thing on the bus down there. And, listen, he's not, a, he's not making money for the school or well, whatever. But, but I'm like, how, how the hell? Are you supposed to do both reasonably? But see, to me, that's different. And if you are not getting paid a salary, and I know these NIL deals are not a salary, but in, in, for all intents and purposes, it is. It's, it's a salary. If you're not getting paid money to play your sport, then I do think you should have to go to class. Oh. And, 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 and I, I know what's the scholarship the, what's is the different. difference? What's the difference? What's the time is because, time. Because the scholarship is paid for by the university. That's what it's paid for. The the NIL money that's paid for your sport, and, and I look at it completely different. Um, I I just I just the experience of it, and, and there, there's it's still of all the guys that go to college, it's like one percent go and play professionally and make money playing that sport in in a quote unquote professional league, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's minimal. What are you gonna do the rest of your life? I don't know. You got four years that someone's gonna help pay for something. Yeah. That that might be able to set you something up. Now listen, there's as we know this degree the the degrees and this is the fault of the universities have become less valuable too because you know what? I, in fact, I talked to a corporate real estate guy in Houston one time. He goes, I, I don't care what their degrees in, but showing me that they can start something right. and complete something says enough about them for me. I'll train them to what they need to learn in real estate. I think that's fair enough. How about this? I think the college athletes should be given an option, not a requirement in terms of the classes. We're going to pay for the classes. Listen, there's summer. There's after you graduate. There's there's time. Take one class, Tyler, Scott. You don't have to, you know, but this whole, like, you got to take a minimum amount of things and all that. And it's a joke anyways. I mean, we're seeing Shadur Sanders, you know, on a catwalk when classes start. You know, it's it's like well, who's really going to class here? But well, I still think that's the exception, not the rule. Well, yeah, of course it's the exception. If you got eleven thousand, how many are really making change your life kind of money? No, I mean you you're lucky on any given D one team if you have ten guys making over seventy thousand dollars. Ten guys, 
it's not as many people as you would think. You know, here, here's the ultimate. It's a good text, and it's hard to debate. You represent the university. You have to attend the university. It's pretty simple. Uh, I, I mean, you, you are representing a college, a college. Joe Burrow at LSU took like a one credit graduate school class that like was nothing. He literally wasn't even a student. And he won the Heisman Trophy and they went on an undefeated season and likely made millions and millions of dollars, not only for himself, but the school. Well, I did that my senior year also. Right. I, I mean, well, I, I intentionally, so there's a rule in college football and college sports that in your senior year, if you have not graduated yet, you only have to take the minimum amount of credits that you need to graduate. If you have graduated, so you're a fifth-year guy like myself, if you did graduate in four years, then you have to take a full load, a, a full 12 credits, right? So what I did, I easily could have graduated actually a semester before, like my, my first semester of my fourth year. Gotcha. I intentionally took nonsense classes <laughs> that my last two semesters so that my final year, my fifth year, I took a singular online course and I played football. There you go. You're, you're you're literally proving my point right here. So I didn't even know that. So you, but, 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 the, but the, I did get a degree. Like yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, okay, I, all right. But why? Re- okay, so you've got to figure it out one way or the other. I guess I, I'll go with you. But isn't it the kid's responsibility whether they get the degree or not? I mean, you know, there's a lot of kids that pro athletes that don't get their degrees. Yeah, Scotty, you got your degree. I don't even know. No. So you don't have your degree. Why don't you have your degree? Um, because I took too many stupid classes. I was trying to get my grade point up, and and I changed majors four times. And then <laughs> how I'll, many years were you in college? Four. I, how I, short are you if you get uh, your degree? Well, I'll tell you. I I had more college credits than needed to graduate, but not in the right classes. Not in the right, and I was 20, 20 hours short. Jeez. Yeah, oh and so God. twenty hours. You changed your major four times. Four times. You just didn't care about graduating. Well, we're, no, we're, I did, but I <laughs> I didn't realize, and I didn't really have an advisor. I didn't realize. I just thought, you, listen, I, I finished twenty with, hours is a lot. I finished. I finished with like one hundred twenty-seven credits, <laughs> and you needed like one hundred twenty-three to graduate, <laughs> or something like that, right? So I finished with more credits needed, except I was still twenty. Well, it's like I needed. Wait a second. What were your majors? Uh, I started off in business. Okay. And that sucks. Yeah, oh yeah. Once I knew my re- my, my freshman year first semester, I've got I've got to get a subscription to Wall Street Journal or Barron's. Yeah. You're not and then I did and yeah. I'm trying to read that thing and I'm like w- wasn't for you. What was that? No. Okay. Sex- second major. Uh second major was elementary education. How hard could that be? Let's yeah. be honest. Well, but I mean you're taking a lot of reading stuff. You st- but there's still the requirement like I got to have 12 hours of science. You would have been a great third grade teacher by the way. I I think I would have. Yeah. But then I realized I wanted to coach. Okay. And back then you you weren't teaching at the elementary school and coach in varsity. All right. Third major? Uh secondary education. <laughs> so there was a better crossover. It sounds are like you you're not, a, are you not arguing against yourself right now? It sounds like well, you're on the same path it, right it, now. Well, it, it, it almost sounds like you're two, arguing against yourself. The point, middle two though. I could cross over. Some. Right. Four, fourth major. Third, third, uh, fourth major was communications because then I thought I'd want to be a, a sports information director. Is what I thought I would get into. Strange twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because my mom, my grandmother, my dad, my my mom were all school teachers, and this is back when. My mom, I think, told me, he goes, did you, you, know, you know, Scott. An, did you have an advisor? Did you have anybody helping no. you with any of this crap? No. So when did you realize you would have my, more? My, my senior year, I finally kind of got an advisor who was was actually the dad of Daryl Royal. Okay. Um, and he was a, a, a secondary education teacher. 
Uh, and he started helping me out, and he goes, <laughs> "Oh gosh!" Now I, I will admit, I, I I never could get past like 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 I and I went to classes like chemistry. Absolutely hated chemistry. <laughs> I could never get past the periodical tables, and it was like the first major test. And I can never remember all those X Ys and P's D's and PH that's and, 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 and I never could do it. And I always end up drop. I dropped. I dropped chemistry two times at least. You know, Tyler is right. You, you, you are just made so- a hell of a case about right. why they told you to go to class, right? Because here you are. No, are you, what they need were is you a starter on the basketball team. Yeah. Oh, okay. What a shock! I, I tell you, five. Yeah. Five. So, so, so somehow Tyler, somehow, yeah, the starter on the uh, Division One basketball team was able to just. Uh, Sort of, but I, yeah. I, I, I do think the most simplistic argument, and I, I, I don't even know what the, what, what the angle around it is. You're playing for a university. A university. You're not playing for a team in the USFL, the XFL. You're playing for a university. How do you represent the university without being a member of that university? You're assuming people care about representing the university. Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays. 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 Because the kids that really dream of playing for CU or CSU or whatever, they ain't the stars. They ain't being recruited. <laughs> Chances, right? But they're not. They're not guys like you, Tyler. They just aren't. What am I? Oh, you dreamed it. Your dad was there. You were a legacy. You had offers at other places, really good places, and you yeah. still went to CU. I mean, you could have gone to Nebraska. You could have gone to Stanford. You, you could have gone a lot of places. Yeah. You could have gone basically anywhere. That was pretty good. Yeah, you were really good. Of course, you're one of the best athletes, football players in the state of Colorado, and then you proved to be proved your medal. And how many guys had as long of an NFL career, especially as an offensive lineman, that you had at CU in the NFL? Who yeah. are they? He did okay. Yeah, Tom, the only one I can think of at CU is Tom Ashworth. So but... you think of all those offensive linemen for oh, all Nate those. Oh, Nate Solder. Nate Solder. Okay, so you, Nate Ashworth. It's it's like five, six. David guys. Bakhtiari. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm sure you can name some more. But say when you think of all the offensive linemen for what? 50 years at CU and there's like 10 guys you can name. That's a pretty good crew that you're in right there. You know, it, it was wild. Like you even dial it back further of the guys that were drafted out of my class, either the kids that I came in with as a freshman and they played four years or they played five years. We had like four or five kids that were drafted in the first and the second round, all out of the league within like four years, four years. So that's why I don't think there's loyalty to these colleges anymore. So why are the colleges and putting, why are we playing games anymore? You know, the kids are getting paid probably unfairly. The loyalty to the schools, you know, who has loyalty to schools, people that went to the schools. That's who has loyalty to the schools. No, not true. Not true. You will never find a professional athlete that has more pride in his professional team than he does in his university. Will not find up. You will not find a professional athlete i think it's less and less as time goes maybe on. basketball players it might be different it, it, not like scott's era but like today's era of basketball players maybe they could care less about where they played football though dude it's all about your college dude play. we spent at asu with my son being there sun devils watching remy martin just you know ball out for years where'd he go with with his last year of eligibility kansas Jaden Daniels is at asu Pfft, awesome amazing he's gonna be oh wait no he's at lsu for his last two years it's less and less, man. It's. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying players don't well, have that feeling, but the loyalty to schools the, these the, days it's, is like it's, nothing. Yeah, it's absolutely changed. Once once you got 
the, not only the NILs, but the portal. Because they did the, it the all portal, backwards. The right. If they paid these too. kids a salary, they would have a commitment to the university. If you sign a contract, you get paid a bonus. If you get paid a bonus, you got to pay that bonus back if you want to leave your employer. You've got non-competes. You can't leave. But they did it all backwards with this NIL stuff. If they just did it the right way. They didn't even do it backwards. You, you, they didn't do anything, and then it happened. If you just did it the right way, you would not have this anarchy. Trigger Tyler. Like, get it going. Let's go. Let's what? football go. Coming up next. You've got Columbus, Hastings, and DMAC. Presented by Revitalized Health. Optimized hormone levels, PRP, peptides, and more. Visit revitalized-health.com. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. PhD presents Let's Football Go. It wasn't our home. All right. Run out and hook in. Run out and hook in. Show these people how to play football. Are you Let's go! Westminster. Let's go, man. Let's go. That's what we do, man. Westminster. A few stop, years stop, ago. Stop, Let me correct you. Stop. Oh, you was talking about my mom. Oh, What's that? Yes, you are. You are. What do you play for? Play for the United States of America. Yeah! Brought to you by Mountain High Appliance. Locally owned and operated since 1993. Colorado's most complete appliance store. Dude, how great is MountainHighAppliance.com? Are you kidding me? I mean, they are the most complete local appliance store locations in Denver, Louisville, Littleton, Colorado Springs, Glenwood Springs. They got it all. MountainHighAppliance.com. Dan Tanner, go. All right, fellas, lots of Broncos stuff to get into here. Let's start with uh, one of Tyler's former teammates, Robert Griffin III. Oh, yeah. Defending Russell Wilson. He's sick of people bashing Russ. Yeah. I have never heard anyone question the leadership, the ability to be a starter in the NFL or even be in the NFL of a Super Bowl winning quarterback who threw 26 touchdowns last year to only eight interceptions, one of the top touchdown to interception ratios in the NFL, completed 66.4% of his passes, and also had a quarterback rating of 98.0. Now I know that stats are like bikinis. They show you a lot, but they don't show you everything. But I watched every single snap of Russell Wilson, and what I came away with was, he is definitely a top 32 quarterback in the NFL. Maybe he's not what Denver expected him to be, (laughs) and I can certainly understand that sentiment. We gotta stop slandering this man's name and acting like he should be over at ESPN, Fox, NBC, or CBS because he can't play anymore. He can play. He helped guide Denver through a very difficult stretch of their season. And he did it all with a head coach who not at one point ever wanted him to be his quarterback. This guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback and he deserves more respect than he's been getting. Fellas, is there any... Don't say anything. There you go. All right, now go. Any scenario, any chance that Russ and Sean Payton can work it out and he'll be back next season? No. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, that analysis was like a bikini. They're, they're, it was showing a lot, but it didn't show it all but either. His whole argument was about Russell Wilson's <laughs> stats. Then he said stats are like a bikini. And, uh, like You just argued against yourself. Right, he's like he's a top 32 guy. Yeah, but he's being paid like a top five guy. <laughs> top 32? Yeah, I agree. He is a top 32 quarterback. Yes, and, and he right, is. Right, right. Uh, twist my arm on that. But he, he also was traded for what? Two by first, the way, two seconds? Robert, by the way, buddy, 
you did have videos out there just a year ago ripping on Russ, ripping on him. Now, that being said, we have all agreed that Slim Shawnee was out to get Russ from the beginning. We all believe that, correct? Yes. Okay, just checking. So I do agree with them on, on that one. But to think that Russ had no hand in what happened over the past couple of years is silly. Look, if, if Russ is what his stats say he is, someone will trade for him. Right. They'll right. trade for him. If his stats say how good he is, they, who the hell wouldn't want those stats? Would, would hey, there not be 10 teams who, out there that would trade for that? Anybody who knows that Denver's already stepped in it and they don't need to trade for him? No. No. It, it, dude, if, if he was as good as those stats say, people would be lining no. up. Not with that money. Uh, that's but right. But that's the point. That's right. The money is part, a big part of it. Yeah, a as far as the trade goes. But, but the money, the stats justify the money, allegedly. Like, those stats would justify the money that you're paying them. This year, yeah. So then give right. them another year. Well, <laughs> my point is the stats don't mean anything. But in, in – to back up, Tyler, why aren't teams lining up to do a deal for Russell Wilson? Because because the money is too too big right now. Okay, so those now, I now guess those me, stats let, aren't good enough. Let, so were the stats this. real or no? Well, this year's were, I think, and I think last year's, but you got a couple last years with it also. But what you're saying is the stats are real, but they're not real for if what the you stats need are the, real, to equal the money. The stats are real, but you're in a in a salary cap era where teams aren't going to all of a sudden bang their salary cap for three more years. What would the stats need to be to justify Russell Wilson's money? This, this this year's stats. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he did it last year, too. Back-to-back years of that. <laughs> I, I asked you guys this question a month or two ago. If this would have been Russell Wilson's first year, would we be more apt to side with Russell or, or Sean Payton right now? Uh, pro- probably Russ, and I'll give you that. But we had the first year. Yeah. We had all the nonsense. But, but we then, had but, all the off-the-field stuff. But and we know who he is. That's now. a fascinating but, question. But who? then your quarter – or but your um, – your new coach that you guys support said it was the worst job of coaching he'd ever seen. The co- All right, let me play. go back a second. The coach in your scenario comes first because the coach gets hired first. Yeah. So Sean Payton and Slim Shawnee, he's here. Does Russell Wilson, does that deal even get done for Russell well, Wilson? Well, I don't even know. Well, what do, do you it, think? Does the trade get done or the, the money get done? No, well, they're Both. they're they're one and the same. The, you, yes. you, you do not make the together. trade without the money. I agree. I don't know. That's a good question because you realize the deal for Russell Wilson went down at the combine. Real, he had That's a no, he had a no trade clause in his right. contract. He will not waive that no trade clause without the money. Right. So so it's part and parcel. So it's Sean Payne. Everything's equal. Does he sign off on getting Russell Wilson? Because we know now he signs off on everything. Now. Right now, yes. But doesn't he also seem like a guy that, that might like some, but if it's not my idea, I'm not going to like it? We've all worked with guys like that. Wow, that's like a Scott? great question. <laughs> I mean, we've all worked with guys like that. <laughs> that is a great question. Wow, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, right, if Sean Payton thought, I want Russ, let's go get him, does he go overboard to make it work? And because it wasn't his idea, he's got nothing vested into it. I, I mean, I, to answer really your question, question. I, yes, I, I, I could see that easily. So sure. he, may, he may have wanted but, Russ but as look, long as it was the, his this idea. Thing, this thing is so simple. I'm sorry. I, I, I know you. if the stats are real, 
there would be 10 teams in the NFL willing to pay the money because you are dying in the NFL for no, that play. No, and I, I agree but disagree. I think the stats are real, but the money puts a whole new variable on it. Uh, next up, Dan, Bud Tanner. All right, fellas, Sports Illustrated has an article out. One move every AFC West team needs to make over the offseason. For the Broncos, they say the Broncos need to release Coach? Garrett Bowles. Oh. Bowles has mm. had an interesting career in Denver after initially looking like a bust. He became a second-team All-Pro in 2020, but he's since failed to match that level of play. The article continues saying, with the Broncos considerably over the cap and likely to incur a large cap charge of $85 million with the expected release of Russ, mm. Denver needs to free up cap space. Releasing Bowles allows the Broncos to recoup $16 million, giving them more options across the roster. I wouldn't even remotely be surprised if Garrett Bowles gets released, but I, I don't think it's the most logical decision. There, there's far more logical ways to save money. You could re, you could release both Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick, save $20 million on the dead cap between those two guys. Wide receivers are far easier to replace. You know, the Garrett Bowles story is complicated. I'll tell you right now, though, if his career ended today with the Denver Broncos, he was worth the selection. He was. His, he, he, had a, he had a bad couple years, and when it's all said and done, he turned out to be just a solid left tackle, and left tackles are hard to find. So if you want to release Garrett Bowles, fine. Good luck finding a replacement. Well, I'm looking that up right now. So if you're letting go of Bowles, I think you'd have to. Use that 12th pick on an offensive tackle. And right. I'm, I'm looking at a mock so right now. So say bye-bye to your quarterback dreams. That's right. That's right. And right now, just looking at a, a couple of mocks, you'd be getting the third, maybe fourth offensive tackle it's off the board. It's actually a phenomenal tackle class. It really is. Okay, so the guy in this particular mock is this guy. I don't know anything about him. J.C. Latham from Alabama. I'm guessing he's pretty good. So it is a fascinating question. Are you better off just sucking it up, getting J.C. Latham or, or whoever, the, the third or fourth tackle off the board for your team and just doing whatever you got to do at quarterback. What what is a better move? And you're not, you'd obviously be dumping bowls, and likely you'd still be dumping Patrick and Cortland Sutton too. Mm -hmm. uh, I can make the argument for it, sure. I don't particularly love any of these second wave quarterbacks. So if if you don't love them, if you if you, if you're not going to make a long term commitment to them, then you are better off just resetting and resetting at the most expensive positions on the football team and wait until you find a guy that you fall in love with at the quarterback spot. It has surprised me that in all these mocks, I know you hate the mocks, but we're looking at stuff like nobody has really thought of this. Like I haven't seen one sort of speculation about well, what if the Broncos don't go for quarterback there, what would they be going for? It's all like edge rusher or something like that. I, I actually think the next position, if it's not quarterback, would be left tackle. I think that makes the most sense. And not cornerback from Alabama. And, and not Terry and Arnold or Kool-Aid okay. McKinstry. I'm going to say them by name now. Okay. Because there's two of them. Um, um, yeah, I, if you let let Bowles go, draft a uh, – in at 12, you might not be the third or fourth. You might get the second or third tackle on the box. You could, yeah. you, you, I mean, maybe. I doubt you'd get the second, but you, you well, could get the third, yes. I think you – maybe not left tackle. That's tough, but – you could get a starting tackle in the second or third round this year, for sure. Left tackle? I, I know what you said. You, I know you it was hear reflexive. the words that were coming out of my mouth? It was a reflexive response. The problem is they don't have a second round pick, so we're talking about a starting tackle in the third round? Yeah, I think you can find one. Can, 
Well, wouldn't you love that? Can we do a, do oh a, 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 a what was the, what was the I, thing? Get set Tyler off. What was the, the trigger, what was Tyler. It? trigger Tyler? Yeah. Trigger D Mac. Yeah, detonate D Mac. De- detonate D Mac. That would be. We could do a trigger trigger Tyler. Oh my god. Detonate D Mac. Yeah, because all my detonations just have me put my head in my hands and just rubbing my temple, thinking about what time to step in front of the truck. The truth is, if you do something as stupid as that. <laughs> Which one? I, I'm actually confused of which stupid thing are we talking about. round to take a starting tackle. And I know what you said, but are you putting McGlinchey over at left tackle? Um, Maybe. I, oh, really? Okay. He's getting paid $65 million. Uh, if you tell me, in your expert opinion, McGlinchey can play left tackle, I'd be open to taking a tackle at right tackle in the third round. I, I think he can play left tackle about as good as he plays right tackle. <laughs> okay, and what's that? And how can we don't talk about that and the money paid to him? Yeah. Well, because that's all committed. You just, it's just, I get it. So is Russ. You know what? I don't hate the McGlinchey signing, though. I don't. Listen, you had to get better at that position. I told you the day they signed him, they way overpaid for that guy. Okay. But, you know, that's always going to happen and in I free say, agency. I say that, dis- when I say that guy, that's disrespectful. I, I respect Mike McGlinchey. I do. I think he's, I think he's a more, he's a better football player than a bad football player. You I'll just you said you'd get the same production out of him at left tackle as right tackle in a disparaging manner. I know. Okay. Next, but, but then I felt bad. Next story, Dan. <laughs> All right, let's hear from new Patriots offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Here he is talking about if he can envision Mac Jones being the starting quarterback wow. for the Patriots. Good luck on that next season. You know, really right now, everything is on the table. Um, as we go through this process, we're really this last couple weeks, 10 days, have just been diving into who we are, uh, trying to evaluate our guys. Um, you know, a lot of people in this situation on staffs that have been here, they're doing free agency. Well, we're doing our guys as they are free agents. So we're trying to understand who we have here as well as looking at other players out there. But right now, everything is on the table, and we're just still working through that process. When that time comes, I'm sure we'll, it'll be a, you know, a collaborative effort, and we'll make the right decisions. Four, four maybe four, <laughs> four coach speaks. Four. Dive deep. Yeah. Good one. Right? That's yeah. always a good one. Yep. Process. Right. Yep. Everything's about the process. Uh, solid. There was one I'm going to miss it, but the, the, the last one he also said, collective, collective, what did he say? Collective agreement. Collaborative. Collaborative agreement. They obviously are moving on from Mac damn Jones. I mean, you could not get a more lukewarm sort of endorsement if you tried. That is, that is pathetic. They got third pick in the draft. It's a no-brainer. If, right. What are we doing here? I don't no know. Brainer. I mean, you can keep Mac Jones around if you need a backup and you already paid him, I guess. Reclamation what? Project. Would you rather have Mac Jones or Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold Mac by a Jones. mile. Sam, give me Sam Darnold in a heartbeat over Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Sam's cheaper because Mac would be hitting well, free you, agency. Well, you always got the price in there. Just, just, just do the quarterback. Well, price is a part of the story. Well, let's just do the quarterback right. and then we'll throw he price in He said Mac. Team. I said Sam. Break the time. Uh, price not a factor. Mac. The price is a factor. Listen, I'm not saying Sam Darnold's going to light the world on fire, but what have you seen from Mac Jones? I watched him win a national championship at Alabama. Oh, that's why we want J.J. McCarthy, though. That's why D-Mac wants him. Well, there you go. So you must love J.J. McCarthy. That's right. I, I told you I was falling in love with him. Okay. He is cute. Can I do a no-dumb question in the middle of Hell this yeah, thing? Of course. of course. So I, I got this bottle. See what it says? Smart water. Smart water. Mm-hmm. I drank it about halfway through, uh-huh. and before I came here, I filled the rest of the way up from my fridge. Mm-hmm. Does this just make it now sort of smart water? Mm. Who's drinking it? Yeah. Dummy. 
PhD on 92.5. Yo, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Watch the show on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AltitudeSR. Brought to you by Safeway. You gotta keep them separated. I appreciate uh, both of your mentorships with um, how to conduct things in life. Hey, would you bought that water if it didn't say smart on it? I didn't buy it. I got it free. Uh, it, it was uh, uh, one of our travels. I had it in a bag. I, I'm going to say everybody that buys the water is dumb. Maybe. Because you spent more money because it says smart. Maybe. I don't even know what, what smart water has in it that's supposed to be different. If it's so smart, how to get trapped in a bottle? Wow. Deep thoughts. Why is it supposed to be smart water? Did you see Jokic with his daughter at the ass game the other night? Yeah. How great was that? Adorable. MVP, she's chanting along because that's just her life. <laughs> <laughs> like when you hear MVP and you know that there's 24,000 people chanting MVP for your dad. Yeah, it's just, but you don't know any different. No. As far as, you know, as in her life, just everybody's dad gets MVP chance. Wait, your dad doesn't get chance when he goes to the hockey game? Wait till she's like seven and figures that out. Oof. And be like, well, I'm sorry, what? What's wrong with your dad? So now I, I missed that part. Did, so did the crowd recognize him? Oh and, yeah, and, and that was kind of cool. erupted. Yeah, it was it was outrageous. It was it was the loudest, most overwhelming, like we love you crowd moment to an athlete or coach I've seen in my time in Colorado. Wow. Yes, sir. Bigger than a hey, Russ is here for the first time when everybody right. liked Russ. When everybody still liked him. Bigger than uh, certainly Sean Payton. Bigger. I mean, we, we had an interest. By the way, our little uh, uh, ex-Twitter thing about John Elway and Jokic, that kind of took fire. People were really angry. We're well, even asking the question. Well, I get it, but uh, honestly, people aren't being honest about it. it you know, the debate was, it, is Nikola Jokic getting a far greater reaction than John Elway ever would, right? And, and the answer is easy, yeah. I mean, Elway could never walk into an Avs game again and get that type of reaction. Yeah, but I, I now, he would still be but, loved, though. But oh, if he, of course. If John That's Elway I mean, was at an Avalanche game the year after they won the Super Bowl, it would be way different. Well, what would be more embracing the response from the crowd of Jokic or Elway, do you think? I don't, I don't, I don't think you could tell a difference. I think it would be the exact same thing. The, the year after winning a championship, especially for John Elway, for how long it had been for him to get to that point. It probably would have been the same, yeah. It would, yeah. It'd there, been there's no, there's yeah. no way there would be a difference. So there is a little recency uh, yeah. bias here, perhaps, on, on this one. But it was awesome just to get away from that sort of Elway-Jokic debate because they're both, they both had incredible. Well, I'm trying to think what the year was. That was 94. So that wasn't even John Elway had won a Super Bowl. And John would come to the Nuggets games when they were going to the playoffs, and the place would go nuts. I'll tell, yeah. you, I'll tell you this. Jokic right now, let's keep it fair. He is as popular, in my opinion, as Elway was when he was at the Heights, and it's both super high, and it's probably impossible to differentiate one from the other, frankly, at their heights. They're, they're probably both there. Sure. So Jokic is, in my opinion, at the same level John was when John – was winning, you know, Super Bowls and that stuff too. Well, they 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 both got something in common in the sense that they both brought this town the the first respective championships in their sport. So to me, they'll always be linked a little bit 
you know, and, and listen, we know football's king. Football's still king and, and way more fan base and all that stuff. But I still think there's a whole lot of people that can go all the way back to the ABA days yep. and go, we've, we've been a half a century and hadn't, hadn't even played for a championship, and this is the guy that brought us one. You know, you, you guys might be able to remember it. I don't. The, the very first Nuggets or Avalanche game that Peyton Manning attended after Super Bowl 50. I don't remember it, but I would be shocked if the reaction wasn't the exact same. The exact same. Maybe. I Perhaps. Listen, I tell you, it was awesome. It was just... And I'll, no, I'm not trying to dump on Nathan McKinnon, but when he went out to, you know, shoot a free throw before a Nuggets game, the crowd did not erupt an MVP chance. Right. Russell Wilson's been at many games. You know, the crowd, he's been shown on the jumbo draw. Nobody's chanting MVP or something like that. Well, well, part of that is just how marketable the NBA is. And, and I, again, definitely not taking a shot at Nathan McKinnon. I know what he looks like, and if you're a hockey fan, you do. But do you think that, if, if Nathan McKinnon walked down a, a mall court, a food court, that he would have nine out of ten people would know who he is? What mall? Park Meadows. Yes. Nine out of ten. Ah! Because I, I promise you nine, nine out, of ten, out of ten. I promise you nine out of ten are going to know Nikola Jokic. I promise nine out of ten are going to know Peyton Manning. Ah, they're so big, though. Both those guys I, are I, such I, big I, I mean, man, I, I would... I would You're bet probably a right. lot of money. It's probably not nine out of ten, but I bet it's... I bet it's like six or seven. Now, they know the name. They know who he is. They know what he does. You're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, Nate is actually, he's in great shape, but he's way skinnier than you would think because the gear makes you look bigger. He's, sure. he's in phenomenal shape. He's not that tall. What's Nate? Six I, foot? I, I, six I, one? I think Kale McCarr is the easiest avalanche to identify in a food ball court. I think Bednar is. Ah, oh, You're right about Kale, though. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because he's different. They, there's something unique about it. Most, he looks like a kid. Most recognizable avalanche player. Yeah. Or coach. Kale or, or Mac. Bednar's tough to argue against. Because Bednar, it, Bednar stands out, though. Like, Bednar's a big presence. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean it, dude. It, 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 and you're constantly looking at his face. You're just constantly looking <laughs> know, at his face. Look at that face. Beautiful. But, but I would say this. I bet you Landis guy and hasn't played in basically two seasons now would be more recognizable even than Nate. Ooh, walking man, walking I, I down would argue Park, that. Park Meadows. Put him Oof. in a food court. I, I don't know. I would say it's the same thing. Maybe mm-hmm. seven out well, of ten. Well, it might be the same thing, but I think he would be recognized more though, though than even Nate. Oh, man, that's a good uh, question. I could go with that. Yeah, I could go with that for sure. Because it's, it, it's sort of got the Jared Bednar vibe. Listen, he, it's, it's, everybody knows what and, he looks and, like. And Kel McCarr could put on floppy jeans and a backwards hat, and everybody think he was you know some Highlands Ranch kid walking through the food court. You know who could go completely unnoticed? Maybe people that just think he works at the uh... – at the Chipotle in the food court is Chris McFarland, the GM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Joe Sackett couldn't get recognized. Well, uh, how about George Payton? Oh, man, that's people... a good one. Do people even know what George Payton looks like? I, I, I was, <laughs> that's I a was good shocked. One. I always seen his face, and when I saw him in person, that's I, a oh. good one. Does anybody I, even know what George I, Payton you looks know, like? I could see, witness protection. I could see myself walking past him. <laughs> I really could. He really is such an average looking guy. Yeah. There's nothing special about, you know. And Chris McFarland just kind of creeps through the shadows well, and, and, a little and bit. And this is why this is not a it's knock so on hockey. It's so funny. Knocky, uh, most hockey guys are just normal people, normal-sized dudes. They're not, the, the, I always tell everybody this. You tell me you notice the seven-footer? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I've told people this all the time. People recognize you. I said, I don't know if they recognize me. They, they recognize 6'11". Yes. Right? yes. And so I can't walk in a room. People are going to go, ooh, hey. You know? 
Not because I'm famous, you get but the, because I'm you, 6'10", You 6'11". both get the, probably the, well, you must have done something. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> With, like, I get to, now as you get you know, old and stuff, hey, did you play basketball? I said, I, yeah, I'm back in high school. I get asked far more often about if I played basketball than football. Oh, nobody, far more nobody often. would guess football for you anymore. Those Your football days are done. Well, can I say something? There was a time I used to get football. Yeah. A lot. Well, you made, you made me mix in a salad then. I wonder. Get, getting recognized for that. Same. That happened to you earlier today. You're looking at me. No, 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 no. Okay. It's been a few years. Well, I did get up to 320. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I might have needed. Well, I, I've Whoa. started eating a little more salad. Just, what, are you about 310 today? No, I'm right at 298. Ooh. That scale ticks two clicks the wrong way. Is that uh... <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, two clicks. Hey, luckily, I went to number two before I got here, so I could. Oh, finally, thank you. I mean, like, are you? Is it all like? Ah, well, it's not three hundred. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Oh no, is that that's, it? that's a big number now. <laughs> Although I, I, I did get tonight. You're really strong this morning. So you are <laughs> insanely strong looking. For a, you're insanely strong looking. Like I, your your biceps look legit. Are you stronger now than you when you were 25? Yeah. yeah. Are you stronger now than you've ever been? I, I'm no. The strongest I was as a player, as with Detroit, and I wasn't playing a lot, and so I, I hooked up with a couple of muscle heads that owned Gold's Gym. Yeah, and so I was lifting twice a week, but I was doing one twenties on on the one twenty dumbbells with bench press for the six set. I was That's pretty tight. strong, but yeah. I'm I'm as strong now. I'm stronger now than I ever was when I played. How much weaker are you, Tyler? Than- I was I was stronger probably at 16 years old <laughs> than I am right now. It's 16 years old. I've deflated. I know. Is that uh? Do you care? No, right. I couldn't care less. Like okay. it, it actually like I don't understand. Like hey, good for you, Demarcus Ware. Good for you. Like I got a lot of <laughs> friends that are like that. I don't get it. I don't understand why they put all that effort into the weight room still. Oh, that's so funny. Good for them. Dan, are you stronger now than you've ever been? Uh, hey. <laughs> My biceps still look decent, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, the, hey, no, no, hey, dude. Dude, what you could do out there. Mm. Mm. If only. <laughs> if only. All right, hey, Scotty, uh, game tonight. Game game here on the uh, 950 for hockey. Where tonight, are the Avs now? The Avs traveling again? They're in the Red Wings. Oh, it's at Detroit. Yeah. I How? Stop. Wow. Well, it's really. Think about that. What yeah, you just said. I know. I really. Know. I know. Your head's still on vacation? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways. Um, good to have you back. And uh, Dan and Grizz, we appreciate it. Um, drop the puck at 7 o'clock. We'll see you down at the rink and uh, the basketball court, whatever it oh, is. Hey! <laughs> hey! All right. Just have a good day. Have a good day.